your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. You will have to excuse the fact that I sound like this. Uh, I am under the weather at the minute uh but you know we we persevere um and today we are going to be talking about the blue jackets winning a, a hockey game amazingly uh winning a shootout and breaking breaking that streak before it hit double digits so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about uh, Corp Salo's injury and what that means for Merzlikens for the rest of the season and beyond. And we'll we'll answer some, some questions as well. So I've got some, some listener questions. So uh, we'll we'll get we'll get into, stuck into those. Uh, but first we've got to talk about the game. Um, it was you know, for for a one nothing, for a one nothing shootout win, there was actually a lot of goals. I um I missed the the first kind of opening little bit of the game. I turned it on just in time for the Blue Jackets goal to get waved off, um, which kind of sums sums it all up. Really, I was like, yeah, this might as well be how how the game is going to go. Um, and in fact, that was the last goal scored until the shootout, um, which genuinely, genuinely shocked me. Um, I mean, it Muslikins has shown us that he can kind of turn it on when, when he needs to, uh, he made, I believe he made 41 saves, um, which honestly is a lot considering we're playing the Red Wings, but also, not a lot when you consider what the Blue Jackets defense has been like this this season. Um, but you know, all all credit to Mosleykins. He has kind of been been put back into the position where he is the only goalie for the rest of the season. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. And he's kind of started this this end stretch off strong uh, with with that win. So hopefully we can kind of build off of this um good to see him get his second shutout of the season uh good to see uh the the guys that we expect to score in the shootout scoring uh line a and bjorkstrand got our goals uh Mosleykins did not allow any goals in the in the shootout which is which is good um and yeah it was all around you know, I, I assume that most people thought it was a boring game because they want goals, goals, goals all the time, but I I liked it. Um low low penalty minutes. Um we had two power plays, obviously we didn't score in either of them. The wings only had one. Um 
And yeah, it was... It was pretty... I didn't have anything to to complain about, really. Um, like, at this point in the season, games are kind of meaningless. Um, especially for when we're playing another team that's also not making the, the playoffs. And I know um, JD Hernandez of Locked On Ducks has been talking a lot about, you know, embrace the tank. And if we lose out, that's fine because we get a better draft pick. But also, conversely, like... Winning is fun. Um, I I would very much like, you know, the last time we were this bad, we ended up getting third overall in the in the draft, which you know turned out okay for us. We had four pretty good years of Pierre Luc Dubois. Um, so you know, if we if we end up a third overall again as a result of being bad, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the worst thing. Let's say. Um, but yeah, like winning winning is fun. Um, it's it's a tough balancing act to be like I want my team to I want my team to pick high high in the draft versus like watching watching your team lose sucks. So it's um I mean like we we won, we gave them a point. They are still ahead of us in the standings. We are still eighth in the central, so I guess nothing Nothing too bad happened with this win, uh, and you know we'll we're playing Nashville next, uh, which should be fun because I believe we have one win against Nashville so far this season, and we'll just kind of see how it goes. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to talk about goaltending, but first I've got to tell you about Ten Ten by Blue Nile. 1010 are uh, an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they are the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and best of all it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful i took a look at them uh, there's a really beautiful simple ring from lola fenhurst that i love uh, symbolism is really cool and she's also a black designer so if you want to go go check out go check out uh, her ring on bluenile.com if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that she will treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com so let's talk goaltending um Jonas Corposalo got hurt in the third period of the lightning game um last week which was brutal uh, or not brutal. Um, it was. It's unfortunate for him. He's been having a good season. Um, for the team, it just kind of feels like it's another. Like, okay, sure. Like, why not? Um, I don't think it's a, a particularly serious. Um, but obviously, with only six games left, they were like, yeah, we'll just we'll shut him down for the season. Make sure he's you know ready to go for next season. It's the same thing that they did with. 
Wernski and Jenna, who I believe are going to be out a little bit longer. Wernski actually said he's going to start skating next week, which is which is good news. Um, you know, I think the defense has really suffered with him being out. But in terms of goaltending, um, this is kind of Muslikins' chance to really show the organization that he can do what he did last season, that it wasn't, you know, a, just a, a rookie goal, he gets hot, you know, something that we've seen before. I think these, if he plays these five or six games remaining, like we know that he can, I think he's got a really good argument that we should just make him our our starting goalie, and whether that means that Corpusala takes a back seat, or whether we, we trade him, or what. Um, it's... It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, the the thing about the the, the thing about Kupsala versus Mersley Kins is that the organization has been very clear that they want to do you know a split. They want it to be equal because both you know Kupsala has paid his dues etc. Um, and it's kind of a, a a nonsense. It's kind of I don't I don't really buy into that idea of oh well he deserves it so he gets it um but he's he's played very well since taking this starting position uh but again like i've been saying ever since i started this podcast basically muslikins has, has a higher ceiling than corpusalo i think he can put i think he can outperform him and like if you look at the numbers i think he's made fewest he's made like 10 to 15 fewer starts over the last two seasons, despite them saying that they want them to be a tandem. And his numbers are better. I believe he's got a career 913. Uh, so far this season, he has a 916 save percentage. In his career, he's got a 920 versus Corpusalo, who has... Um, Corpusalo's got a career 905, which feels um kind of disingenuous to match them because I don't think he was a particularly good backup for Bobrovsky. Uh he's one of those guys that plays better the more he gets to play. Uh but this season he's got an eight ninety four. He has been not nearly as good as he was last season. Um last season he had a, a nine eleven uh in in thirty seven games. And then the, the three seasons before that, he was only okay. So it's, you know, and again, the last time he was good before that was the season when uh, he played a ton of games because Bobrovsky and uh, McElhenney were broken. So he played 31 games in 2015, 2016, had a 920. He's one of those guys that the more games he plays, the better he is. Um, but a career 905 versus Muslikin's career 920, like, I get saying that Muslikin has to kind of pay his dues or whatever, I'll be interested to see how that shakes out with the new coach next season, because if we get a different coach, they might not be as, like, obsessed with, uh, what players deserve than, uh, Tortorella is, uh, you know, so it'll be a shame if we don't see Corpusalo next season, I think. I think, you know, I like him. I think he's a good goalie. 
Um, I think it'll be a mistake to get rid of him this upcoming offseason. Um, if he does move, I don't think it'll be before before the draft. If we do move him, I think it'll be after the expansion draft because we have to protect a goalie um, and we might as well protect him and because we don't have to expose Muslikins and then, you know, the general consensus, I think, is that Seattle will take maybe Kiv Lennox if, if they're going to take a, a goalie from us. So we'll kind of... Well, again, we'll see how we'll see how that shakes out. But I would be I would be surprised if Corpsalo is not here next year. But also, I would be unsurprised if he was not here next season, which kind of seems a bit contradictory. But hey, that's that's what it is. Um, yeah, I just to kind of go back to Muslinkins, he to me has lived up to kind of every expectation that the organization has has led him to have you know we we were hearing about him for for years before he came over here you know he was one of the most highly touted goalie prospects in the NHL um you know he played in uh Switzerland for basically the so he signed a four-year contract when Bobrovsky signed his four-year contract because he knew that he wanted to come to the NHL and take a starting position. Um, and obviously that kind of, it shook out in a bit of a weird way. But to me, Muslikins is the goaltender of the future. Corpsalo has been a very good kind of stopgap while Muslikins has adjusted to North America and has adjusted to this North American schedule. But to me, it's, it's time for Muslikins to really kind of take that starting position. Um... Because he's good. He could be great, you know? He could he could be the next Bobrovsky of this team, you know? Like, Bobrovsky, to me, could do no wrong in this, in the NHL when he was with the Blue Jackets. Obviously, he's kind of regressed a little bit in Florida, but when he was, when he was with us, you know, he kind of had that everyone had his jersey and I think Muslikins is poised to kind of take that take that role um and I you know I think we're going to be seeing a lot of number 90 jerseys in in crowds in in arenas next season so I I hopefully will will be one of them um so we'll we'll see how it goes hopefully hopefully he finishes this season strong um because, you know, I think that if, if Blue Jackets, again, are not making the playoffs, Blue Jackets are probably going to finish 7th or 8th in the division. But if Muslikins has a strong end to the season himself, you know, regardless of wins, because wins are not a goalie stat, wins are a team stat. So I'm going to go to my grave saying this. If he can finish the season with this 9.15 or 9.16 or higher, I think it's going to be... Be an interesting, interesting off season for for goalies in in the NHL, and you've got to remember as well in terms of goaltending that Tarasov is not going to want to stay in the AHL forever. You know, I would be excited to see him backing up next season. Um, if we do get rid of Corpusalo, you know, if we do trade him away, um, I'm sure that you know there are lots of teams that would take him. 
uh, Toronto is very interested, apparently. Um, I wish they would stop trading players to Toronto, because I don't like that. But, um, we will, we will see. So, if, if next season it is a Merzlikens Tarasov 1 and 2, I would not be upset, I don't think. Uh, watching Tarasov play in the AHL, I'm excited to see him come to the NHL, get some ice time there, um, and, you know, we'll, I, I always love to kind of talk about goalies and watch goalie development and, you know, think about all of that. So I'm excited to see what comes next season, if Muslikins is the starter, if he continues to share with Gorbsalo, if Tarasov makes it to the NHL, if we end up bringing Kip Lennox up. If he doesn't go to Seattle, you know, all all these moving parts that I'm sure will kind of settle into place in a couple of months. Uh, and I'm excited to see how how the pieces fall. Um, so, coming up in just a minute, I have got some listener questions for you all. But first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and then you have to wait while the counter orders the parts on his computer, he's choosing the brand that he wants to, the brand that his warehouse happens to carry, the brand that makes him the most money, basically. Uh, at home, you have computers, and those computers have access to rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even like new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car or truck, then you can get it from RockAuto.com. Their catalogue is unique, it's super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car, choose the brand, specifications and prices you prefer. And best of all, all those prices are reliably low. And they're the same if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. I already spent twice as much for the same parts, but you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did you hear about this box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I've also got to tell you about Bet Online. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you can do that. Or if you want to... Place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again. You can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code Locked On, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, so my first question uh, concerns... A different Russian to Tarasov, uh, Igor Chinakov. His team won the Gagarin Cup yesterday. He didn't play in the final game because he was under the weather. Uh, but uh, this question is about him and kind of how... Uh, this question asks, what do I what, what do I think happens to Chinakov when he comes to North America? Because that's kind of the, the generally 
understood thing is that Chanikov is going to finish out his season, which he has done in the KHL, uh, and come to North America. Presumably, he will uh, start off in Cleveland. Um, but, again, I, I believe the number of games he can play in the NHL without burning that first year of his entry level is 7 this season, because it's normally 10, but with a shorter season, etc, etc. So I wouldn't be surprised if they bring him over, uh, put him in the NHL for a game, and then immediately call him up and let him finish out the season with the Blue Jackets just to kind of see see what they've got. I mean, he, he was our first rounder next uh, last season. Obviously, we went way, way off the board in drafting him. Uh, I trust Kekalainen's uh, opinions on this kind of thing, so it'll be it'll be fun to see him come over and make the make the jump to North America. Uh, even if he does finish the season with the with the monsters, uh, the monsters recently have been a lot more fun to watch than the Blue Jackets. So, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll check out a couple more monsters games. We'll get Deanna on and talk about kind of how he's adapting down there. But I I think, and if I was if I was you know the one who got to make the decisions, uh, which frankly I should be because I would make really good decisions. Um, but if I if I got to say what to do without a prospect, I would call him up, let him play these last however many games there are, you know, once the once the quarantine period is up, um, and just see, see what you've got. Um, that being said, the quarantine period has just occurred to me, and I don't know that he can fly out here, get his quarantine period done, and then be back in time to play, so maybe he will finish the season out with, with the Monsters. I don't know when the Monsters season finishes, but obviously the Blue Jacket season finishes like a week today, I think. Um, so we'll see. Either way, excited to watch him, whether it's in Columbus or Cleveland, and I will, I'm sure, have lots of thoughts and opinions and whatnot about him. Uh, and maybe maybe next season, you know, it'll be, we'll get, a full off season of him training, and then he will come to Blue Jackets training camp, and we'll we'll really see what we got. Um, uh, my next question is from friend of the show Anna Shea. Um, she is asking, "What do we think the main missing piece is that we need to acquire in this off season?" And like. Remember last season when I was so excited that we were going to have, like, or the start of this season when I was so excited that we had enough centres and then we immediately lost all of them? Um, that's that's what we need. We need at least one centre. I know Kekalainen is not big on kind of going out and trading for pieces like that. Um, I think Jack Roslovic is going to be a very good middle six center um max domi is not max domi is not going to be the one c that we that we hoped he would be when dubois got traded so that's that's what we're missing here um like i would like to see texier take a step up but in the meantime maybe you know a riley nash type um that can kind of hang out on the bottom six and win face-offs and kind of be a, a good developing uh, and and do the kind of player that will help out the younger guys and help them develop 
but is not going to make any kind of massive contract demands, etc. Is is kind of my my thinking. If we could get another Riley Nash, that would be that would be perfect. But again, I don't think we need to go out and get a massive piece. I think all the pieces we have are are here. You know, next season it'll be hopefully Warrenski and Jones would back up to their usual level of play. Um, Line A, I think, under a different coach will do well. Um, Bjorkstrand is just going to keep getting better and better, and it's it's the younger the younger players that are going to hopefully take take that step next season. So again, maybe it's maybe it's wishful thinking, but I think we have all of the pieces that we need to kind of make a good team. They're just not quite fitting together right at the minute. Um, uh, I think that's all the time I have for today. Tomorrow, we will look towards the weekend games, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at JayTheGoalie. If you would like to follow this podcast, we are LO underscore BlueJackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.